What's up, guys? Corey here with another episode of E4 Explicit Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything, no matter what it is. Um, and today, I got my man, Chris. Yes, you sir. Christoph, Chris? Christoph is cool, man. I try to keep right. the unique name flowing and going, <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's too many Chris's out there. There's mad Chris's. Christopher's. Um, so I, I've known, known Christoph since, like, what, 2011, 2012? Yeah, around that time. So I'm like, I was still in college. Um and uh, yeah. he, I don't know how we, you found me or I found you, probably through Craigslist. Yeah, it was Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> it's Craigslist, man. Good old be, Craigslist. Uh, you can't beat it, man. It's either sketchy or great. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Both extremes. <laughs> yeah. Nothing in the middle, you're man. Murdered or you're going to yeah. be successful. Yeah. Um, so he, he was doing a, a little thing uh, called Fighting Cancer with Poetry, yeah. which, which kind of drew me in. And, like, you know, I was filming for him at Bus Boys yeah. and Poets, and he was just just doing his thing and then I went away to New York for a couple of years he left me I man left. <laughs> I, you know you find you a good videographer or just uh, just a good creative and then I'm like hey uh, I'm expanding uh, I'm heading out to New York I said okay alright <laughs> I gotta go find somebody else <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. but uh, it's I mean all things are meant to happen and be yeah. so you know I, I'm, I'm back in the, the DMV area and you know we, we relinked and stuff like that so yeah. and since then he's been just fucking killing it yeah. and just expanded his brands and everything so why don't you just let me know a little bit about what you've been doing yeah sure man so it's 2019 man what uh seven eight years later full circle um so when we first met um i reached out to him in regards to my nonprofit, fighting cancer with poetry and uh right about now i have a uh for-profit um a company called the poet life as you can see on the hat um, it is so much, uh, we go into schools and teach kids how to write poetry, use poetry as a way to express themselves. Um, you know, right now, a lot of kids are just bottling things in and exploding, imploding, right? Um, you know, uh, it's just, a sad thing and so our mission is to uh, use this form of art and other forms of art whether it be visual art or music um, to show them that hey you know I know you don't want to sit down and talk about it but let's write it out let's sing it out let's rap it out right and so but let's get it out and so that's what our mission is right now yeah no that's it from I remember going to the early early uh, stuff with like who are with some people that are pretty pretty big now totally um and i remember just like like crying because i mean i've been affected by cancer you know a lot of people whatever the disease or whatever the 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 mission was but man just like hearing just the creativeness it it was just like it's insane it was insane and just super talented people which like i said are now just all over the country, just killing totally. it. You Orville know? the poet. Yeah, Orville uh, Kariga. Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't Kariga's even know how to say his name. Kariga. Kariga like, he's balling. in Cali. He left he's me in too. Oakland. He's he's in Cali. Yeah. So he's another one that I think he left before you. I was like, <laughs> he did. Gracious man. You know. But I'm I'm super excited for him. You know. Him, him and his band. Um. Soul development. Soul development. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. They're on a billboard out there. They're doing amazing yeah. things out there. You They're know? legit. And yeah. Got, uh, what's his name? And he moved to North Carolina. Uh, G, G, uh, G Yamazawa, he's wow. killing it. Pages, he's killing Pages, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Just showing people that you can use your art to uh, live off of and inspire people. Like so many people just use it as a hobby. Mm-hmm. 
No, like that's your gift. That's your purpose. It was given to you for a reason. You got to use it to, to, to maximize the things that you could do in this world. You know? Yep. It, what's crazy is it's, po- it's poetry. Right. It's not like it's. That's the thing. The, the well, high. Life know. is poetry. Yeah. Poet life. Literally. it's That's what yeah. like every time I see them doing things and you doing things, yeah. like, I just, I'm like, damn, like. Yo, it's just so back. poetic, it's just po- man. Yeah, it's just in his poetry. It's just so interesting. But um, you know, I know since last we talked, you, you kind of stepped away from the the nine to five, right? No, I'm I'm still in the nine to five. But what I did was because I kind of grew myself into um, a brand, if you will, even on the corporate side, I'm now able to leverage my knowledge and my skill set to now have a more flexible position. You know, I'm only in the office two or three days out of the week. Nice. You know, when I'm in the office, I don't have to be there but six hours. You know what I mean? So now I can simultaneously uh, work the job and do the business. And the job is, the way I look at it, is my biggest investor. They invest every two weeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You understand? Yeah. So I, that's how I look at it. And, and I encourage a lot of artists to look at it like that because I know everybody's like, I got to get out this job. You know what I mean? It's stifling my creativity. Yes, but it's financing the dream, you know? Yeah. And I don't know who I got that from. I never take credit for things that, you know, books that I read and stuff like that. But like, when I heard and saw that, because me too, I was like, man, I got to get out of this job. It's like holding me back, you know. But think about it, man. Every two weeks, you're able to use that one to pay your bills, take care of your family, but also invest and put money away for what you want to do with your with your, with your, with your craft. Bro, you know what's crazy is like that. I, I've never heard that, and I've never looked at it like that. My whole life, I'm like... I was like, I'm good. Yeah, all right. I get out of this 9 to 5. Yeah. Like it's, I could, all the time that I'm spending doing the 9 to 5, right. I could just do my craft. Well, yeah. But you're right, because I was lucky enough to make that jump and be okay. Yeah. Granted, it was a hustle up in New York. Totally. But I was always busy. Right. You know, and then I finally ended up getting a 95, yeah, but yeah. doing what I was doing. There you go. So would you even say, like, if you're going to keep a 95 or look for another 95, maybe, hopefully, it's in that, yes. that world? Still strategically uh, build the skill set to where it's monetizable, right? And and find, basically find a steady income in that lane. Yeah. Um, but even in the corporate world, there are some aspects of it that will help you in your business. So it's, you know, no, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a toss up, but really. you really have to be mature and wise about it and not just be like, man, F this job. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which a lot of people, like, they I do no. jump out and what now? cool, but still be wise, um, be calculated, bring your calculator when you're on this journey, man. Yeah. No, that's so smart. I, it's so I'm so glad you said that because I like I said, that was my motto. Yeah. I was like, man, fuck this. I right. I don't need this nine to five. The yeah. man, I'm trying to do my thing. Da, da, right. Da. And then you know you're like, oh wait, now how do I even make rent? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you're now you're super stressed. <laughs> can't be creative. The worst. Like man, I was more creative at my yeah. job when I wasn't. <laughs> I was at my cubicle not doing work. Facts. I was doing the business yep. at my cubicle. I could have stayed there doing yep. the work. And yeah. This is my office. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Making money, paying yeah. my bills. Yeah, so right. yeah, that that's I would encourage folks, man, just 
take it take a look at it another way, different perspective. No, that's I, yeah. like, I'm so glad though, like I said, because that's that's a game changer, man. That that majorly like, changed my whole yeah. mindset. Because you think so negative about your job, yeah. but if you look at it as like, no, these people are actually like you said, investing in me every two exactly. weeks. Exactly. I can't do anything without them right now. Yeah. I mean, don't think of it like, oh, I can't do anything without Don't stay them. there yeah. forever. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, but make like your, you said, make your plan. Make your plan stick to it, man, and don't rush it. That's the biggest thing. We tell kids not to rush and to get older. Yeah. You're trying to do the same thing. Stay young. Yeah, man. man. That's, yeah. That's so smart. I love yeah. that. Um, so so let's talk a little bit about like poet life is kind of like the umbrella. Yes. Or is funny cancer the umbrella? Poet life is the umbrella of everything poetry. Um, and so we have a, uh, an academy called Poet Life Academy. Pretty much everything we do for the most part is Poet Life something. Poet Life podcast. We have a podcast. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on our podcast <laughs> real soon. So, we, you know, this is how we work. We network. Yep. And I'm on his podcast. He's on my podcast. Do that. Connect with folks. Um, Poet Life gear. You know, so we try to keep it in that vein, uh, but not just just for that, not just to put the name continuously in your mouth, but also to make a running list of the many things that you can do with poetry. Yeah, because think about it. What company, what brand thinks they can do so much with poetry? They think it's just a hobby. There's no money in it. That's why they just call it a, the poetry community. No, it's an industry, and I'm trying to show that. Damn. Yeah. Because it's that's true though. Because I know, I I think like poetry. Oh, that's just like right. But you know what's funny though? What what's what what kind of makes me angry a little bit sometimes? I also have family, friends. Right. Like, oh, you still doing that video thing? That little video thing? Like, bro, this isn't a little thing. Listen, this is my listen. livelihood. So right. Same yeah. thing with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I and and but I, I don't do the arguing. I don't do the tit for tat Same. back and forth. I just show. You know your family, you know your friends, you know how they're gonna react, right? So in knowing that, don't share everything to people that are not gonna respond in the way that you expect. Sure. Or you or you want them to. You know, just know how they're going to respond and keep everything to yourself. Connect with people that have the mindset that you have and find that they'll say, yeah, keep on going. Oh, that's 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 an amazing idea. Yeah, that's not a hobby. That's a business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you're living proof of it. You know, I feel like you're a smart man. If year one, you would have been like, yo, this is a joke. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I went back doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you gotta you gotta fight through the failures, man. Failures uh, what was it? What is it? Fail fast, fail forward, fail frequently. It's, it's something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, because failure is the prerequisite to success. You know, but the only reason that is is because you got to have the right definition of failure. What do you mean? Failure is not. Failure, like the bad, the word bad failure. Failure is a lesson for you to learn. Like, oh, okay, this. So that's how you do it. Yeah. But so many people fail and then they fall and that's it. They stay on the ground and they say, "I'm done. I give up. I failed." Instead of being like, "I failed. Oh, what I do wrong? Let me correct it and do." Yeah. 
That's so true. You see what I'm saying? So it's different connotations of the word failure. It depends on how you define it. Yeah, no. That's okay. So, so I know you failed multiple times. Yeah. And what are you doing? I failed multiple times. You know, we talked about um, in the previous episode with um, another business owner if, of failure, but like, how old were you when you started fighting cancer with poetry? What am I now? 36. So, oh, you were like 29. 11 years ago. So, 24. Da- what? 25. Dang. My math is right For yeah. real? Crazy. Wait, that means I'm Time like, is crazy. Time is nothing. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> 11 years ago, I was 25. I'm 36. I have three kids. I said you got three girls, don't you? Three girls, man. man. No Hashtag, I have three. <laughs> Listen, no. And it's not Beijing at all. <laughs> <laughs> no dye. Yeah. It's black hair, man. So uh, I, I'm trying to keep it young, man. You know? That's so funny. Yeah. When I, now, when I first got married, though, like, I was just... You know, I was gaining weight because my wife was feeding me good. Yeah, you yeah. know, before that, you weren't eating right. Nah, you know what I mean? Because you were feeding yourself. Life. You yeah. go to the grocery store. You don't know what to buy. Yeah. You're buying snacks. Yep. And it's all you spent yeah. $300. It's gone that night. Same. You'd be like, all right, so where did the food go? I just yeah. spent $300. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the wife knows how to go to the grocery store, get the right things yeah. that last longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like actual meals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no meals. You know, so yeah, yeah. man. Um, but along with that failure side... Um, so I have a one-year-old, uh, two and a four. Yeah, get them in, get them out. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not spraying them out. I don't have time for all that. <laughs> I got things to do. Yeah. That was strategic too. Yeah, get them out. Just let's go. Let's Come go. On. It's tough now. You don't get no sleep. My eyes are red right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's done. It's done. It's done. Let's roll. Let's yeah. keep rolling. Let them. Let yeah. them be in the meetings with me. Yep. Let them learn as they grow, as they go. And and get them in the business. Let's get them their business. Yep. It's 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 legacy, man. I love that. So, what would you tell your twenty five year old self now? Because I know that's like a you know a a common thing that people always like. Oh man, I wish I would have known this. Duh. But like, you know, you're still so young too. You know, there's a hundred other things you could do. But what would you have done differently? Because I, I, I just feel from outside looking in on Funny Cancer Poetry, right. I was always looking like, yo, Christoph is either, you're either always on. Right. Or you were like, ghost. Right. So, like, I was like, all right, well, what, is he still doing it? What's going on? But, right. So, I, is there something that had to, like, happen Man. to reignite yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so um, when I started fighting cancer with poetry, um yeah, when I, when I started fighting cancer with poetry, it's more so uh, continuing on the legacy of my friend who passed. Islar. Right? Islar. Uh, Justin Islar, diagnosed at 18, uh, fought for seven years, osteosarcoma cancer. That's the uh, yellow ribbon. Um, cancer is not the pink ribbon. That is breast cancer. It's like a, a myriad of ribbons, unfortunately. Yes. Right? Um, you have to say, unfortunately, um, and so, so he fought for seven years and unfortunately passed at the age of 25 and, um, he didn't start writing poetry until after he was diagnosed. So just think about that. Like he was like, okay, I need to release all of this anger, guilt, all of those emotions somehow. And most people unfortunately, can't relate to what I'm going through. If you don't have cancer or had cancer, 
just can't relate. You can be there and pat him on the back and say it's going to be okay, but you, you can't really relate. So he spoke to his paper through his pen, mm-hmm. right? And he literally wrote uh, poetry from uh, the time he was diagnosed to the time he passed and like created a chronicling of, of poetry through that journey. And... Um, and it started when he passed and I asked his mother if I could write, you know, that poem at the funeral. Um, that's eulogy or whatever. Not a, the eulogy is what's what's spoken. You know, um, usually somebody's close to the family says something about, you know, mm-hmm. but um, in the bulletin, there's a poem in the back, usually at a funeral. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I asked if I could write that poem. Usually, some a lot of times when there's no poets in the family, they just go to Google and find sure. a, a good poem yeah. that relates to it. Um, so I wrote that poem by sitting there talking to his mom. Wow! And just translated our conversation or her monologues. I just let her talk and let her pour out. And um, she, by the way, is a saint. She's like, an angel. Man, she was so cool she through so the cool. pain. Yeah. Still, still pain. I, That's that doesn't amazing. go away. Um, and so I. I uh, recited it at the uh, at the funeral, and from there, man, I was just like, "That's just this is just not enough, man." Like we were like raised together in the same church, and um, I don't know how the idea came to. Me. I mean, fighting cancer with poetry just made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, oh, we we uh, because when he was going through what he was going through, he connected with the actual organization um, that does research for that form of cancer. Uh, the Sarcoma Foundation of America. So I connected with them after he passed and uh, said, I want to do an event, raise funds, and continue what he was doing because he was raising funds and he was trying to save his own life. Yeah, it was legit. You know what I mean? So I I just wanted to continue. I said, Mom, I call her Mom now, do you mind if I, you know, do this? And we raised like $4,000, you know, that night. And really, it was just... Uh, it really wasn't an event. It was because it was around Christmas time, a New Year's, and I wanted to make sure that the family had people around them. Mm-hmm. That was their first year without their son, their brother, their, you know, their loved one. And so I just wanted to make sure they were surrounded. And just people like, wait a minute, I want to come. I want to come. And it ended up being like 150 people there, and people were just donating, singing. His fraternity was stepping there, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. It was absolutely amazing. And so from there, they were like, so what's next? What do you do now, Chris? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> nonprofit? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Not knowing anything about a nonprofit, I'm on YouTube, learning, all of that, man. And um, just building the buzz. We performed at the White House several times. So I, I know... You guys performed at the White House and stuff, right. but you also did stuff for uh, uh, Joe Biden's son, Bo, when he, when he when got When he died, died, when he actually died of brain cancer, and I believe that is the black ribbon, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm doing it so long, I kind of like know all, yeah, the like ribbons. know all the ribbons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, because we advocate for um, sarcoma uh, cancer, however, but we represent all cancers. cancers yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So we we uh, just we did a tribute. Um, I can't even remember what the like the hashtag was. I can't remember, but it, we did a like a, a digital uh, video tribute to um, uh, Bo Biden and and got it to his family. Mm-hmm. They said thank you and 
and uh, just had a bunch of different people, different walks of life to be in it, to say something. I can't remember what, what the, the, the statement was, but um, this was like, how many years ago? Good gracious. Yeah, it was a minute. Time is flying, man. It was a minute. That was, in, I was, that was my first year in New York. It was like, was like 2016, 2014, 15. 15, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I mean, again, you can do so many things with your craft. You don't have to just do open mics and that's it. And that's what I'm trying to portray and convey to people, man. Like, just get creative. Like, there is no box. Don't think outside the box. There is no box. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's true, yeah. Think as if there is no box, you know? There's no hindrance, hindrances in the way that you can uh, portray your art. And that's what I'm trying to show, man. Yeah, no. So Okay, so, all right, so where do you see, Yeah. you know, because I know we had a conversation a couple weeks ago. Right. And... Um, you definitely like. I feel like you're, you're just like me. Like you get a little spark or something, or it's a little hint of idea. That's all I need. Gone. You know? So where do I see poet life? Yeah. Right. So think of Def Jam Records when rap was just a fad, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Right. The rappers didn't think it was fad. They knew it was more. Sure. But the world was like, oh, that's just a trend. That's just. You know, that's what kids are going to do, you know, and it'll die out. But look at it now. Right. And and my a part of my mission is to say, all right, you all think poetry is just a a hobby. But you'll notice if you if you really think, look at a lot of the commercials, the heartfelt commercials, you'll notice that's poetry in there, like literally not just figuratively. They're using spoken word in a lot of those commercials, right? Like what? What do you mean? What, what type um, of like Hallmark commercials? Not, not necessarily. No, um, I can't even think of a specific uh, commercial right now. But you'll—it's like a narrator um, that is actually uh, performing a spoken word poem in the in the in the background of the of the commercial. Oh, wow. I can't think of any specific. Is it like, right like now. almost like a PSA type situation? Almost. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but the um, ones that really pull on strings and really like Right. Yeah, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and so basically in a nutshell to say there are being there are transactions being made in the name of poetry, right? There's verses in flow. This is a TV show. Um, um, who's the host of it? Um, Ghost. Uh, what's his real name? Amari Hardwick. He's on that from um, from Power. Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's a poet. Matter of fact, his his new podcast starts uh, May first. Uh, Poetics, I believe. He's the starting main character. A, yes, Ghost is starting a poetry podcast. Damn. That's what I'm trying to tell folks, man. Like this is. This is just the infancy stages of poetry, man. And um, and I'm trying to think of some other names. But, I mean, just think about Tupac. I mean, Tupac most deaf, common, Tupac. Are you kidding me? You know, so, so uh, you know. And you know what? The funny thing is, if you notice the font in Poet Life, mm-hmm. it was the font in Thug Life oh, yeah. on his, on his stomach. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually thinking about a t-shirt design that says <laughs> <The AK>? Poor Life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. It says Poor 
life right here like it's Tupac. Yeah. With a mic under it, not a not a not a not a like, machine gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, cool. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, man. So um uh, just 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 showing the trajectory of what poetry could be and where it could go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so to answer your question, Poet Life will be the brand, um, the company that you can come to reach to for for highlights of who's doing big things in poetry um uh, obviously our podcast is is growing expon- exponentially you know you can get your you'll be able to get your book your your books published because it'll be poet life uh publications you know uh, just mm-hmm. you name it man it's it's a myriad of things that we're going to be doing man. and you'll you'll see so it's yeah. just a one-stop shop like one-stop shop everything uh, growth related, growth related. That that's like all encompassing. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, we'll be um, poet life um, corporate engagement where we'll be doing team building. Yeah. With corporate organizations, right? Um, through poetry, like through poetry. <laughs> like imagine a uh, hundred to five hundred to a thousand people. You know, uh, calling on to poet life as the um, uh, icebreaker activity, but also team building activity to where it's a community poem. That group helps create the first line. It's it's gonna be so much, man. It's and that's how I kind of think with it. You know, there's so much you can do with it because so many people are like. Well, so what do you can? What can you do with poetry? Yeah. No. Th- yeah. It's it's like. Well, well, you know. What are we just gonna study it? Study yeah. old poets? Yeah. No. I was gonna say, that's yeah. the old poetry yeah. class. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. That was like. High In school. our poetry class, our our students are writing their own poetry, right? So saving themselves, releasing all of what they have inside, but also they're learning how to become orators, right? Yeah. Public speakers, building their confidence. You know, we got kids that were like first class, second class, scared to even write or even get on stage. Now they're up there dropping the mic like yep. Obama. Yeah. You know, it is amazing to see, man. And so we we even have free classes at Busboys and Poets now. Really? Yeah, at the Tacoma location. Now we're expanded to the Anacostia, Anacostia location. But soon we'll be at all nine, ten locations that they have. Damn. On the weekends, yeah, you, got, so, you got the end on the bus boys. Yeah, right? man, it's a you know, good partnership. Yeah, no, yeah. It, what's I like how what you said about like the corporate the, the corporate stuff and and the bringing people together because it's it's so interesting to me because I know being in a bus boys and poets right. around people that I have no idea who they are exactly, but I'm still affected whether it's emotionally or whatever. Totally, and I'm not even filming a lot of times with you. It's just I'm just there. I'm right, just like, damn, like that hits home. Right, I don't even know this man or woman. Or the people in the crowd, but yeah. it can definitely, you know, bring a lot of people together. But totally. you're right. That's definitely like everybody's going through something. 100%. Everybody, yeah. you know what I mean. And, but everybody has to release it somehow, some way. And even if it's not poetry that you're writing, write it, write it out. Mm-hmm. Just start writing and let it pour out. You know what I mean? Because so many people just feel like they can't sit down and talk to somebody, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to get it out, and what better way to do it is is writing it out, go living some more, and then coming back to it and like, oh, I lived through that? Yeah. Did I even write that? I wrote poems and I came back weeks or even months or years later like, man, 
I can I can actually write. Yeah, where was I during that? Was that me? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah no. man. That's crazy. So I have a question about, I see, like, it, like, geeks me out when I see it because I don't know what it means or what you're doing. Right. You got, like, this hat on, this yeah. old-ass typewriter. Right. And you're just, like, you're posted up with these, like, random. Yeah. What is that? So that's my way of being an artist. Um, and that's... Uh, me as Christoph writes at Christoph writes Twitter, Instagram, or social media, and that that gives me the opportunity to be the artist. So I'm I'm actually paid to go to parties and events to write live haiku. What? Haiku is plural and singular. A lot of people say haikus, but it's haiku um, on an old typewriter. You know, and and some old style blazers. You know, you, you know. It's, I'm gonna it's, throw a picture up. Yeah, throw I'm a picture up. Throw, <laughs> throw a picture up. And basically, uh, companies will or event planners will call me up and say, "Hey, we have an have an event." And so I basically write live uh, party favors, if you will, free party favors to the attendees. What? So they come and 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 we just have a great conversation. And then I translate that long conversation into a 17-syllable haiku, five, seven, five. And and I and I and it's and it's typed out on uh an index card, right? And then I hand it to them, they start crying, hugs, everything. It's because they tell you their life story. Have you ever recorded that? No. Because I'm thinking, but the only reason why I'm asking It's only is, recorded through that poem. But I'm saying, like, that whole process. I know. I'm always, because I'm always wondering, like, what the hell is he doing? I know. In, like, some random park. I need to do that. Top hat. I, yeah. And I need to push that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, yeah. it's so different. But yeah. it, that's, that's dope. It's an awesome thing, man. And, and yeah, you know, that's that's my way of being the artist. I'm not one, I'm not a spoken word artist because I don't have a passion for the stage. Right. And so many times people ask me, why don't you perform your own art? And you you know me for this. I'll I'll write I'll write spoken word. I'll write poetry, and then have um, actors uh, perform it. it. Yep, yep. And so I call it poetic productions. Um, and and as a matter of fact, speaking of that, when I leave here, um, you know today's Good Friday. You know, mm-hmm. it's, um, Resurrection Sunday on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Uh, so tonight my church is actually putting on a stage play and poet life is the intermission. Uh, and we're using, we're utilizing the youth in the church, incorporate, incorporating their recitations into, um, a poetic production with a professional spoken word artist. Sick. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, sick. It's, it's pretty awesome, man. So to speak to that. You could do so many things with poetry, man. Yeah, no, you know, you've been doing it for so long, and that's and like, the way I look at it, crazy. I look at the rappers and the singers and all of what they're doing with their art. They're not just rapping; they're rapping in commercials, they're rapping in movies. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So why do you think that you can't do that with your art? Yeah, and and you you though like you need somebody not that not that like it's almost like like I'm doing this podcast right yeah. now, right? Like I'm not. A big podcast person, right. not a big person. So, like, is people really gonna sit there and listen to me or listen to whoever? For right, minutes? randomly yeah. find you. Exactly. Yeah, over time, yeah. Right, right. But sometimes you need like a, a ghost from from power or something to just be like, yo, this is tight. Right. Like, I'm. Do you see it now? Do you, you understand what exactly, I'm saying? Yeah. It's been yeah. For, so <laughs> no, whatever. no hate to him. Like, oh, he stole, he stole my stilo. Yeah, he, no. If know, anything, he's actually 
bringing light to it. Yeah, exactly. So when they do a search on his podcast, who, who do you think they'll see right next to it? Yeah, exactly. No, and, and, and sometimes, like I said, you need right that you know if if because because like how far have you branched out? I know you did some stuff in San Francisco yeah. or, or Oakland. Where was it? Yeah, man, it's several Washington states. State, Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, for uh, Bill Gates' foundation. Right. Yeah. So, that was there, but we, we also did it here in D.C. So you've they done a two, lot yeah. of stuff and branched yeah. out, but really you stayed in the DMV. Right. As far as like branding. That's the base, man. That's home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, obviously to make it mainstream or whatever, yeah. you're going to need somebody like that or, right. or eventually get out there. So that's why I bring that up is like you never know. Like that might be – he might be the – Yeah. You know. And But you know what? It's actually all strategy. You don't necessarily need big names. You just need um, big support. True. Word of mouth is still huge. 100%, yeah. Still huge. And so why not get – so I, I, I don't know how to run a company without involving the community. I just don't know how to do it. It's impossible. Right. And so that's why so many people ask, is Poet Life a nonprofit? Because it's so rooted – in the community, like every third Saturday, we'll be at Bus Boys and Poets teaching kids for free um, how to use poetry as a way to express themselves. But on the opposite Saturday, on the first Saturday of the month, we'll be at in that same neighborhood, in that same community, cleaning it up with brooms and and everything. Really, and that we're, we're going to do that at every loc- Bus Boys and Poets location. So the next one is Anacostia. We'll be there. Second Saturday and fourth Saturday in Brooklyn, we're going like every weekend. We're going to be you're going to see kids and adults in huge poet life shirts uh, in the community, just from nine a.m. to eleven a.m. on Saturday. Just helping. So you're saying like the surrounding area of the actual bus boys of the and actual poets. bus boys and poets. The opposite Saturday will be in the community because we don't we don't just want to soak up the energy of the community and then leave. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we kind of want to give it back and put it back into the community. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's cool too. Because but was, just imagine that's yeah, yeah. organic support. Yeah, that's organic but reach. not only now that you're a nonprofit now. Tax deductible donations, sponsorships. Sure. They sponsor you. They sponsor you quickly when you're a nonprofit versus a business is trying to. Yep. They think you're just trying to make some money. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so was that would that have been the thing that you would have told yourself at 25? And like, I would straight up would have just done. You know a what? Certain thing for for me, like I'm a I'm a visionary, so I'm I think years ahead. So. You really do. Right? Bro. I think years ahead. So I actually, and this is not gloating or anything, I saw this. I, I spoke the partnership with Bus Boys and Poets into existence. When I thought of poet life, I was like, that's, that's a done deal. That's going to happen. That's no, going to happen. It's so funny you say that because I remember conversations with you yeah. back in the day. And you would literally, and I'm like, yeah, this guy's like, right. yeah. Cross yeah. his fingers. He's yeah. We're stars. going to perform at the yeah. White House. Yeah. <laughs> Before he leaves, <laughs> before he leaves, please leave. Don't leave you me. know, and they would call. They would call us to be in the in the um, in the audience, you know, with our kids and stuff like that. And the whole time, I'm like, I don't want to use the word scheming, but I'm scheming the whole time. Like, right, how can we? Um, how can we figure out this way? And they were trying to figure out a way to close out whatever event that was on cancer. So I in my head, I was just like, I was like, get up, 
This is it. Get up. Go around. Stand while the president's speaking everything. And go around the, the, the walls of the and speak to the event planner. I'm like, listen, I think it would be a great idea if if one of um, our, I have a professional spoken word artist here. It would be amazing. And he has a cancer poem. His mom passed, blah, 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 blah. And, and I think it would be awesome for him to close it out. Man, it was standing room only round of applause when he, Orville the poet. Orville did it. Orville did it. In front of Obama. In front of, Obama had to leave for, you know, he's Obama. He's a president. Right. Yeah. But in front of so many influential people. And it was just like, and he's Surreal. holding back tears because his mom just passed. Oh my god, it's cancer. Yeah, so it's like really hitting. Yeah, off, it's really man. raw, really? and the yeah. excitement of being in the White House performing for the first time. So it's all of that, and not knowing head. either, because you kind of just were like, "Yo, bro, go up." Right. Go on. Wow. Not knowing, like, hey, hey, you about to you about to perform? <laughs> he was like, huh? <laughs> what? It's like yeah, but when you work with professionals like that, they're always ready. You can't work with folks that oh nah, but I ain't ready right now, man. I wasn't prepared, bro. It's a White House. Get man, up. listen. Yep. You better freestyle a bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but yeah, you got to work with folks that are always on the ready, and that's my that's my secret weapon right there, man. If he leaves, I'm I'm leaving with him. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. my guy, man. So he hosts. A lot of our events, and he'll be hosting the um, the annual uh, charity event that we do. I think it'll start in um, October. And that's that's fighting cancer with poetry. This is fighting cancer with poetry, man. That's, that's, so that's going to be the inspired. yearly annual charity, big charity event that soon probably we'll, we'll start at Busboys and Poets, but it'll start to grow, and we'll need to be at the National Harbor. It's another thing. Speaking of two existence. I was going to say, knowing you. You know what I'm saying? Watch, it's going to make it happen. Yeah. They, like, they'll, in fact, they'll come to us. Yeah. They'll see what's going on over here at Busboys and Poets. Like, yeah, you, you guys need more space. Yeah, come we on appreciate over here. Come out. Do we? Do you think so? Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's recorded now, so. But, I mean, but that's how that's how you got to do right, it. Right, But you got to be able to see it. And if you can't see you need to connect with some other People that have that visionary gift to speak in, speak into you, you know. Uh, but biggest thing is write it down. Even if it's like out of this world, not going to happen. Write it down. You never know. You, about that, you know, this is kind of side note. You know Jim Carrey, obviously. Yeah. You know his little what his little check that he wrote himself. I heard of that. So he he wrote himself. Right. No, I heard that a story. Million dollar check. Yeah. Kept it to himself. Right. And then he cashed it after he did Dumb and Dumber. Wow. So it's kind of like, not the same thing. But no, it it's, is. It's literally, he literally wrote something. The down. Law of Attraction. It's literally. what it and, is. You know, right. 10 years late, 10 years later, right. I think it was, or longer than that, because he was right. still doing uh, In Living Color, I yeah. think. Uh, this is That's before amazing. that. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then, you know, next thing, of course. I already know, man. And I don't, I don't speak on it. You know, I don't, I just don't speak on it because a lot of people can't handle that type of talk. Sure. You know, in, at 40, I'm going to retire. You're like, what? That's yeah. the statement. That's that's a goal of mine. I'm 36. So I give myself four years. I'm going to retire from nine to five stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is just, I mean, even by the time, the end of this year, Poet Life, Fighting Cancer Report is just going to be. Through the moon. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely found your calling. That's for sure. Because. Yeah. 
you know, you've been doing it for so long. That's what it is. Yeah, it's your, it's that's you, what you're here for. So, so many people ask, how do you find that out? And the 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 question you ask yourself is, uh, when when you die, right? And a lot of people don't want to talk about that, but it's going to happen. Yeah, it's inevitable. You know what I mean? When you die, what do you want the people at your funeral to know you for? Random stuff, or like, what are they going to know Jordan for? What are they going to know, you know, Obama for? What are they, you know? Yeah, it's their craft, it's their purpose, their gift, right? Mm-hmm. And so you take that gift and put passion into it, and that's your purpose. That's how I see it, man. That's and, how and I that, see that it. Whether you're making, uh, I feel like if anything, you put passion you and drive behind it, you're going to be successful. Even if you are terrible at something like look at terrible rappers sorry guys you know but they stay consistent somebody's gonna like it yeah stay in their lane and but if you continue to do it i don't like it but he's grinding like soldier boy yeah yeah. when he first started everybody's like like i like hey but i love his hustle though yeah he's he's trash but i love his hustle (laughs) but and and but you'll you'll find that even in all of that Trash, you know, he'll find a hit. Yeah, find a hit. Yeah, he's still there's still passion behind that, whether it's trash or not. I'm telling you, man, yeah, somebody's trash is somebody else's treasure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, because that that statement goes in so many ways. You know, he believes his is treasure. A lot of people think it's trash, yeah. but there are also other people that also think it's, it's a treasure as well. Yeah. Like, you know. You know, he's, you know. Yeah, man. So you know, what's up? Yeah. So how how can people reach you and find you? Um, and that's another thing I encourage other artists: don't have five different random handles. You're on you're something on Instagram, something on YouTube, something different on Facebook. Whatever your brand is, brand it all across the board. Everything is the poet life. The website, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, the whole night. yeah, everything is the poet life. It'll pop up. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it up in the. Little, yeah, there you go. At the poet life. Yeah, at the poet life. And thepoetlife.com. And Christoph Wrights is not his last name. Right, Wrights. Christoph Wrights, and that's Christopher. That's Christopher. No er. That's how I explain my name because people are like, oh, you misspelled your name. Let me add the er for you. No, yeah. it's no, it's Christoph. Uh, when I was a kid, they would tease me. Well, Christoph, don't get Christoph pissed off. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I didn't like my name yeah. at all. I didn't like my name, and I didn't like my hazel eyes because people just sit there and stare at you. Yeah. Or guys would be like, "Hey, no disrespect, man. You got." I like. I'm like, what? Yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't tell me that. Like, <laughs> It's like looking into your eyes. Yeah, man. Eyes, man. That's yeah. weird, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but, so funny. But, you know, when you get older, you like being unique. So I love my name now. And your eyes. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I mean, come on out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, good luck uh, on coming through. No, thank you for, you know, uh, inviting me, man. So, Absolutely. you know, you got to come on to the Poet Life podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Plug. Totally. Yeah, yeah, there you go. 100%. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. This is fun. Yeah, no, good luck, man. Conversation. My My man. man.
There you go. Well, thanks for uh, Christoph for coming by and um, you know doing the podcast. Uh, that was another episode of E4 Explosive Podcast. So check us out next time. Peace.